Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. I hope you guys are doing great. Today we're going to be talking about the Huawei Nova 10 Youth. And no, I don't know why they named it like that. Um, a very strange name for this phone, Huawei. Um, not sure what they were thinking. Um, let's just let's just continue. Anyway, this is a phone that was released March 4th. So this has been two days since its release. Or uh, yeah, actually released it's been released it was just announced march 4th at the same time so pretty cool that they released it the same day uh not every manufacturer does that specifically apple and samsung you know they they announce it and then like three weeks later they say oh yeah it's available for pre-order you know i don't know it is what it is anyway let's get started all right so this is another budget phone 245 ish dollars since this came in european pricing uh, so around $245, which I think is a pretty good price for what you're getting. Uh, it's another, just another good option in this kind of budget segment. I don't think it's anything spectacular. There's only really one thing that stands out, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, let's talk about the body. So this is 191 grams in terms of weight. This does have dual SIM and it does have a somewhat... IP rating. It just says splash and dust resistant. It doesn't say submersion or it doesn't say anything similar to that. So I don't think you should bring this around water. As for dust, I think most phones by now are kind of immune to dust. You know, like I feel like phones have that's like the one thing that they face every single day is dust. You know, lint in your pocket. Uh, dust in the air generally i mean dust is pretty much everywhere so i don't think it'll have really an issue with that we've never really heard about anything the biggest problem is mainly water since phones and water don't really get along uh, but that's what the ip is rating is for and this one just says splash so i don't think you should go around submerging this phone taking underwater videos now moving on to the display we do have an ips lcd uh, panel it's 6.78 inches of 90 hertz beauty. I don't think that this is a spectacular screen in terms of the type of display this is. This is an IPS LCD. And that just means that the, color, the colors are going to be washed out a little bit more. The whites are going to be kind of yellowish dull. Personally, not a fan of LCD panels. I have an LCD tablet, so... Honestly, with cartoons, if you watch cartoons, if you're giving it to a family member, specifically like a child, um, I think cartoons, if they're just going to be watching like TV and whatever, you know, like cartoons, it's going to be a beautiful experience. It has excellent color reproduction, but for everything else, like live videos, like or live sitcoms or TV shows, you're going to see that there's a little bit like a little bit more to be desired. Um, but it is a decent display again for what it is a $245 phone but I think the highlight here is that it's a big screen and it has 90 hertz pretty soft pretty soft <laughs> pretty great uh pretty solid that's what I meant to say this is a great uh viewing experience 6.7 inches that's pretty big uh that's just as big as the s21 plus not the S22 or S23, those are 6.5 inches. The S21 Plus 
had a 6.7 inch display if I'm not wrong, or it might have been the S20 Plus. I think it was the S20 Plus. That one had a 6.7 inch display. So it was pretty big. This one's also pretty sizable as well, almost 6.8 inches, which is how big the Ultra uh, S23 Ultra is. So I think that's a pretty big screen, yeah. It has a resolution of 1080p by 2338. And this one is a decent, I would say, resolution because this is a relatively big phone. I don't know how crisp and, you know, clear the display will be in terms of text and pictures because that resolution is kind of a little bit stretched out. This is better for more like smaller screen displays. Moving on to the software, we do have Harmony 2.0 and... This is on top of Android 13. This is, again... Actually, no, wait. Didn't they ban... I, I Honestly, it's been a while since we've talked about Huawei. And forgive me for forgetting. But I, I think that was like... I'm pretty sure it still runs Android. It just doesn't have the Android Google app support thing for Huawei. And I think they're still using Android, if I'm not wrong. But I think I remember maybe a while ago that they were building their own platform so this actually might just be using harmony os which is huawei's uh own software so i don't think they're running on android anymore anyway moving on to the chipset we do have the snapdragon 680g 4g processor and this is a six nanometer chipset so pretty solid one i don't think it's fast fast but it's also not slow at least not as slow as the chipsets that samsung puts in their budget phones now, we do have the GPU, which is the Adreno 610, not bad. And we do have for memory, no expandable memory, but we do have two options, 128 gigabytes of storage with 8 gigs of RAM, or you can go with the upgraded model of 256 gigabytes with 8 gigs of RAM. Now, moving on to the camera, we do have a triple camera setup, but do not let that fool you. That's not what that means. Um... We have a 108 megapixel primary sensor. Now that might sound fantastic <laughs> right off the bat, but just wait until we talk about the other cameras. Uh, we have a eight megapixel ultra wide, a two megapixel macro lens, and a two megapixel depth sensing lens. Now I know I said triple camera setup, I meant quad. It's just so we're, we're so used to seeing triple, you know, with iPhone and, and Samsung phones, triple camera setup has always been the thing. Force of habit. It's a quad camera setup, but it, it it really is a dual camera setup, you know, because the two megapixel macro, useless, absolute garbage. Uh, two megapixel depth sensing lens. Look, the software at this point is doing better than an actual hardware sensor, mainly because it's only two megapixels. Um, the 108 megapixel primary sensor, that one is going to be a little bit of a standout feature right there because that is the same sensor on the S or size sensor on the S2020, S21, 23, and 22. Actually, no, 22, 21, and 20 ultras. All those ultra models from the S20, S21, and S22, they all have that 108 megapixel primary sensor. It won't take as good of photos because, again, it requires a little bit of software optimization for that as well. Uh, but I think that is a really cool thing to have 
regardless, and it's not going to shoot in 108 megapixels. It's going to bin down to 12, if I'm not wrong, like it does on every phone that has a high megapixel count. Uh, but the 8, the 8 megapixel ultrawide is going to be another useful one. Those are really the only two. Other than that, I kind of wish they would have put some kind of like little zoom camera, you know, like maybe like some little stupid 5 megapixel 3 times zoom camera. I don't know. But it would be great if they would put something like that more useful than the macro and the depth sensing lens. Those are just for uh, marketing. That's really all, all it is for. Nothing practical there. Now, for video, we do have 1080p at 30 frames per second on the rear camera. And on the selfie we camera, we do have 16 megapixels, which is pretty nice. And the video camera... I do these all live. I have no script. And so what ends up happening is I trip over my own words. But considering how well I've done in all my other episodes, it's okay if I slip up every once in a while, okay? Deal with it. I'm not perfect, and I like raw videos of listening to you know just general screw-ups that we have as uh podcasters whatever you know a lot of times we think that everything is either perfectly scripted or just people know how to have a conversation and that they don't mess up well this was actually what happens i mess up okay i'm doing this off the top of my head with um obviously i do have the basic specs written down because I'm not going to remember everything about that phone. I am not that good. But anyway, this is what happens. You know, we are not perfect human beings. And this is why I like to show it because it's a raw, it's unedited. You realize the mistakes that go on behind the scenes of a lot of other people that edit their videos or edit their podcasts. I like to keep it straight up, forward as can be, and everything is... uh kind of being projected in a very honest way and I just have this genuine connection you know we're having a conversation and in conversations you say things that you don't mean or you say things wrong and that just happens anyway sometimes the pressure of the mic gets to you that's kind of the point anyway 1080p 30 frames per second on the selfie camera 16 megapixels which is pretty great solid set of cameras I would say they're okay you know uh, software plays a big part in all this, so let's. it's important not to always just make your assumptions based off just the megapixel count, because megapixel is not everything. Moving on, we do have a loudspeaker, but no stereo speakers. We do not have a 3.5mm headphone jack, and that's a trend that I hate that's happening, is the budget phones and the mid-range phones, the phones that actually used to have headphone jacks, even when the flagships didn't, are now losing it. What does it cost them? Seriously, I know it's a little component over the span of a couple hundred thousand phones. You're going to spend a good amount of money on a headphone jack. But that's what they've been doing for years. I don't get it. Like, I get that, you know, inflation and the companies are struggling and every, pretty much everyone is struggling in this economy. Um. Why, 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 why take away the headphone jack? I get that there's, you know, the wireless headphones, but a lot of people still use the headphone jack. Like I have a couple of things around the studio where I need the headphone jack. And guess what? I need to go buy a stupid adapter, which I already lost the one for the iPhone. 
And I have one for the Galaxy. But it's annoying having to always rely on an external piece or another piece of tech to make your tech work. And it's just annoying. Why not have it built into the phone? Anyway, my little rant of the day. We move on to connections. We do have Wi-Fi, Bluetooth 5.0, and no NFC. And we do have a 2.0 USB Type-C. Uh, now, we for features, we do have the fingerprint on the side, which I really like those fingerprints on the side built into the power button or not built into the power button. But most of them are built into the power button anyway. And I really like those buttons. They're just so convenient. It's just right there. And they are since they're actual hardware, they work very, very well. Now, moving on to the battery, we do have a 4,000 milliamp hour battery. By no means a big one, but it's a relatively decent sized one. It's not small. It's not huge. Um, it's kind of like the S23 and S22, like the smallest ones. They have like a 4,000-ish battery or 3,700-ish battery. Um Okay, we'll have to see how that works. This one has 66 wired fast charging, so something that Samsung needs to work on as well. It's faster than theirs. Theirs charges at 45 watts. This one is 66. Now, you should get 60% in 15 minutes with that quick charge, which is actually really cool. I wish Samsung would do something like that. You know, like a 10-minute quick charge gives you like 30%. I don't know, something like that. This one gives you 60% in 15 minutes and 100% in a little bit over half an hour. Tell me that's not crazy. That's just so cool. And it, I mean, it helps that it's a small battery, but the fact that you have really quick charging means that you don't really have to worry. Even if you plug in, it won't take long. That's That's pretty decent, I'd say. And we have... 5 watt reverse wired so pretty much via wire if you connect it to your phone and connect that cable the other end of the cable to another friend's phone you should have 5 watt reverse wireless charging or wired charging uh pretty cool faster than the 4.5 watts of samsung's wireless reverse charging but i mean it is what it is that's a really cool feature i think more uh phones should have that specifically because the budget phones and also, the Android uh, mid-range phones, they have a good amount of um, battery. Usually, they're really big, like 45 or 5,000 milliamp hour battery. So I feel like that would be a really good feature to have, even if it's not wireless. Moving on to the colors, we do have black and blue. I would say really dull colors, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, that was it for this episode. I hope you guys had a good time uh, listening to me scramble and ramble and uh, rant all the R's. Anyway, that was it for this one. I'll see you guys in the next one. Till then, peace.